Verse 7, and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and drank, and he went in the strength of that food. Angel food cake, he went in the strength of that for 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. Angel came, gave him cake. And it was strong enough for 40 days. And there he went into a cave. Now he's going to a cave. And he spent the night. That's what he had come out of originally. Now he's back in the cave. Spent the night in the place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenants. They've torn down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Well, he's getting all kinds of distorted information. He had just the chapter before Obadiah had told him, says, listen, I've hidden a hundred of the prophets in the caves and I've been feeding them, taken care of. And he's like, I want to die. He's in the cave and I'm the only one left. And the Lord says, what are you doing, Elijah? Verse 11, you know, stand on the mountain. The Lord speaks in a still small voice. But there's this voice that comes to him again in verse 13. What are you doing here, Elijah? I've been very zealous for the Lord of hosts because of children. He goes this whole thing and they've forsaken you. And I alone am left and they seek to take my life. It's like, he, it's like his insides have just, he's just mushed. Jezebel said something. There's an actual energy she still had. And though he's walking in this anointing and this boldness and this confidence to stand against Ahab and the prophets of Baal and to make fun of them all day long when they're calling on Baal, he's laughing and mocking on them. Jezebel says, I'm going to kill you. I'm coming to get you. He can't function. And the Lord keeps saying, what are you doing here? What are you doing in a cave? What are you doing hiding? I've even sent an angel to encourage you. So then the Lord says, Verse 16, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi. Just to tell you right up front, if you didn't know the punchline, Jehu is who orchestrates the killing of Jezebel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphath of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. We don't know if there's something the Lord's really saying there. He's like, you know what? You just quit. You got hit by Jezebel. You just quit. So go anoint who's going to kill Jezebel and go anoint he who's going to have the prophetic gift instead of you and he who's going to have more confidence. He says, whatever escapes of the sword of Hazael, that was the first thing, the next king of Syria, Jehu will kill and whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. He says, and I've reserved 7,000 in Israel who's, who have not bowed knee to Baal in every mouth that has not kissed him. So he's like, not only are there the hundred prophets, there's 7,000 there that haven't. And so, but here's the, re- if you follow the story, he never anoints Jehu and he never anoints Elisha. I don't know if you ever picked that up, if you who read First and Second Kings. He never did either. He makes Elisha go through massive hoops just to get the anointing. Leave here, I'm going. No, wait, let me, you know, Elisha, God had to tell Elisha, stay on him. I told him to anoint you and he's making you go through all these hoops. Like finally, well, if you'll follow me every time I tell you quit. And then if you still watch me, then you can have, you know, the anointing and the double portion. That's not what the Lord told him. The Lord said, anoint him instead of you now. He was also told to anoint Jehu because he didn't. There was delay on Jezebel being killed. 
And Elisha ultimately had to send his servant to anoint Jehu king. So Elisha took care of Jehu being anointed to kill Jezebel. And that didn't happen until 2 Kings 9. So this was a big deal. This mighty prophet of God, Elijah, got, you know, what in the world in her words? There had to be, again, there's an energy. Something came and said, quit. And he couldn't quite get over it. And the Lord had to, you know, he sent an angel. And finally, what are you doing here? You've got an assignment. You're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. Prophets don't stop prophesying. That's the message to us as prophetic individuals, prophetic church. Keep prophesying. Keep prophesying what I told you. Keep prophesying what I tell you. It would be why we're targeted as a church. Our Friday nights, we've had over 10,000 people from other churches and ministries in the last seven years that have come and received prophetic ministry here. There are leaders from Presbyterian churches, from Baptist churches, because this is considered a safe model. They come in here and they receive prophetic ministry. And they take it and they take the, the benefit of it and they take it back and they'll say they had special prayer. They won't even acknowledge that they had prophetic ministry because, you know, it's controversial. But there is a reason the enemy would target and focus on us and go after our people, go after with discouragement, go after finances, go after every kind of thing. So it takes a unique resiliency in the spirit to not give in. And so I'm asking you to join me in that resiliency. And you have. And, and, but it's part of it's, it's the, this message is acknowledging that which tries to come against us. It's like, you know, if you're going the battle and... You, and, and, and you know, the information comes from the other side. They're shooting arrows and they're shooting from the knee on down. Then you find, you do something to protect your knees on down because that's what's happening. So there is, this is what Jezebel is doing. You're prophetic people. This is a prophetic church. I want to encourage you, if this doesn't encourage you more, to step into the right prophetic spirit. Elisha, you know, Elisha was the double portion of that which was on Elijah. He finished the commission of Elijah. We can even consider the spirit of Elijah ultimately being the full commissioning, including the Elisha thing on it. That we join, hook up on the Friday nights. If you've never been a part of the Friday nights, then be a part of joining those teams. There's, you know, the way you do, how do they do that at right now, Rachel? If they want to talk to Karen, and Karen's right here, Karen and Ed. And, um, you know, they'll have you listen to my... Uh, hearing God's voice, prophetic CD and fill in the manual and all that. And they'll put you on teams. It'll be very good. It'll help you immensely in recognizing the voice of God and ministering to people. And you can use that gift when you're out there on the side also. But it also helps establish the prophetic in the city. And it helps uh, strengthen that which is ultimately called to overcome the resistance of the enemy in this city. To be more aggressive in that. The whole rest of this year, there's going to be a strong influence on the prophetic. It's even why part of the, that first hour of adoration is prophetic adoration. And since our hearts are stirred towards him, we look intentionally at him in some ways. But we just go with that flow and we go after him. And then we go, Elizabeth was pointing out even in the upcoming meetings we will have. Uh, particularly, did you, were you talking about the end of the year um, New Year's Eve service, it's going to be a total prophetic service. And we'll, we'll tell you more and more how we will accommodate that and get more prophetic 
revelation uh, release. But we're not going to back down. We believe the Lord will, uh, will send the angels that we need, the strength that we need. Even Elijah had the strength given to him. But he took the 40 days, just kept going in the wilderness and into a cave instead of using that first 40-day period to go finish his commission. Take out what he was supposed to take out. And again, you take it out for us. This is not about, do not encourage any of you to start praying against Jezebel. You magnify him as the God above Jezebel. I've asked the Lord, I believe he's shown me that the mountain of arts celebration, he showed me that Jehudiel, of all things, there's an archangel named Jehudiel, and it means the glory goes to God from Jehu Diel. And this was an archangel mentioned in, in the book of Enoch. And again, Enoch's not in the Bible, but the Bible talks about the book of Enoch. And Jehudio, and I, this vision I saw of him, the Lord says, he has authority over Jezebel and he's coming to Hollywood. I, I asked the Lord even from last week, I said, we need Jehudio here. So I've asked for Jehudio to come here, and I felt I've, I've sensed that he has, he's here with his angel and his strength. His angels, there's tens of millions of angels under him. He's powerful. He has authority over Jezebel. We need him involved in the stuff. You know, no matter what big of a Goodyear blimp Jezebel is in the city of Atlanta, Jehudio, you know, we're just talking about one of the subs under God. God is clearly bigger and larger, but just who he sends in is much bigger and larger. So we want to be here as someone to work with the powers from heaven that are coming our way. So we want the angelic help that is here uh, and available to us and for us. And we believe it is here for that. And I believe I want to, I want to say a prayer over you. I believe many of you have been, it's slimed by this spirit. It's weakened your resolve. It's weakened your resolve. It's weakened your resolve. I believe we've had many people even leave this church this year because it's, they got the quititis thing. It's like, it's just, it's just too hard. You, you just, uh, you know, there's people, there's no, there's people that have left and there's, there's no word. Why? There's not even that. It's just like, there's something, just quit, just quit, just quit. And it's part of the assault that's been against this church. And I feel like that's why we're naming what's been attacking us and how we have to come in the opposite spirits. The principle of advancement of the kingdom of God, you come in the opposite spirit of what's attacking you. And so if you want a real easy church where, you know, you can just kind of cruise. I have other churches I recommend, but we want all of you here. And we believe the Lord has really raised and called those of you who are here now as warriors and as perseverers and people of resolve and those that go in. And if, amen, if you are here tonight and you know, after hearing just this part of the message on victory over Jezebel, that you have been hit and slimed and Jezebel, you just know by what I'm telling you that you've been uh, uh, affected by that. We'll just use that word affected by it. I want to invite you to come up front here right now. I want to pray over you. I believe there's great victory over Jezebel even right now. All right, in case there was any doubt. Yeah. So you're in the right church. Okay, I have to just do what I do and just say, I want to clarify. We're not saying that every person who left over this last year, left Daystar, left 
because of that reason, because they got the quiditis. Some people were, I'm sure, led by the Holy Spirit. So we're not saying that. We want you to know that's not how we function here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's true. But I'm just telling you, I know I was, I, the Spirit was telling me, a lot of your people that left this year, they were, the enemy was quit, 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 quit. And they just quit. And, and, and that's what was going on. And, uh, you know, it's just sliming in your spirit. So you don't have the energy to persevere, to come on to worship. You, you, you can know, yeah, we should all adore. We should all do this. But I just don't feel like it. And, and a whole lot of that don't feel like it has been this, this stuff on us. I feel the spirit of God strongly stirred on our behalf right now. Yeah. And uh, on your behalf. And I believe there's great strength. And I believe this is a continuation even of a week ago. That which the Lord, he said, pray over the people of fatigue. I'm releasing strength right now. And this is, say, the spirit of Elijah, Elisha combined. Because <laughs> we saw a little weakness in the spirit of Elijah there. But we know it's validated even later. The spirit of Elijah will come. The spirit of Elijah, as we see in 1 Kings 18... And as his follow through, because if you remember, Elisha said, a double portion of my spirit will come on you. So Elisha did get the spirit of Elijah. So the spirit of Elisha still is the double portion stuff that anoints that which takes out Jezebel. So we don't hesitate in saying want the spirit of Elijah released. But there's an anointing from inside, an energy of the Holy Spirit. I just call it energy, call it anointing, power, strength into you. So I want to blow the shofar over you. Lord, as I blow this shofar over your sons and daughters and here in Daystar, I pray that your power would descend in this place, your authority, your anointing that is above Jezebel's slime. I pray as I blow this shofar, you would begin to blow into their spirits and you would pressure wash their spirits. You would release a cleansing from heaven, a cleansing breath that would blow off the effects of Jezebel and would release new strength into them. You would release the down payment on the victory. And in some of them, they would immediately even get the full measure of victory tonight. Victory, Lord. This victory would then go into the marketplace. It would go into their business. It would go into their finance, into relationships, into health matters. Strength. Spirit of Elijah. That which showed up in 1 Kings 18. Fearless. into your spirit in the name of Jesus every slime from hell be washed out of your spirit speak the resolve of heaven the blessing of heaven the favor of heaven the strength of heaven the energy of heaven the power of heaven the joy of heaven the hope of heaven the faith of heaven the love of heaven the resolve of heaven into your spirit into you. We 
We acknowledge freely, Lord, you've surrounded us with enemies that are greater than us. But they're enemies that are laughable when we compare them to your size. And we know you have the help. You have the strength. I ask for angels to be put on assignment for everyone that has come up here tonight, Lord. Angels that would assist them in getting breakthrough and bringing back that which was stolen. Lord, a thief in scripture had to repay seven times where he stole. And I'm hearing you tell me, this enemy, this Jezebel has been a part of many here losing. And of losing in relationships and finances and all kinds of in health. And I ask, Lord, we come, I come before you right now, Lord, the court, the legal court of heaven. I come before you even right now on behalf of your people and on behalf of myself, my wife, my family, and Daystar as a church. I say, we have been robbed by the enemy. We have been robbed. We have been robbed. We have been robbed. We have been robbed in finances, people, strength, health. We have been robbed and we accuse the accuser. We say, it is the enemy. In this principality or combination of principalities of Jezebel that have targeted us, we say, that is to blame. And we come to you, you who are the judge, and we ask you to make a ruling. I ask that you would make a ruling on our behalf right now. That you would make a ruling. I ask, I entreat you, Lord, that we, you would make a ruling on our behalf and that you would force the accuser to pay back. However, you tell him how he has to pay back. I'm asking you, Lord. I'm entreating and I believe I'm doing it from your heart. And this is your heart's desire. I'm saying, may he pay us back seven times where he has stolen. You instruct him how he has to pay us back. We know you are the source of all good things, but make him bring those good things to us. Ask for your fear to be released in the powers and principalities that come against us as a church. Even tonight, Lord, would you release the flame of your mouth and of your voice? Would you release your fire, the power of your blood? Would it be released on them? And would they learn to fear to touch your servants in the same way they wouldn't dare touch you? May their fear be upon them to touch us, to touch Daystar, to touch what you've put in this place. Let your fear be released into them, Lord. The dread of God be released into his enemies. We are here on behalf of you, your kingdom. And there has been a delay. There has been a delay in Atlanta. And we need the fast forwarding now to take place. We need to be hit with fast forwarding, Lord. Something that would press in to the next level of destiny for ourselves and for this city. That which has been delayed, Lord. Would you release the help? Would you release the help? asking you to keep the archangel believe you've shown me Jehudia, which means the glory goes to God that you've released him that he would be here whoever it is the principality on your side the angelic force on our side your angels would be active on behalf of us and that you would give us supernatural grace and strength to endure persevere to not quit not stop our commission not stop prophesying, not stop pressing through.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Strength, strength, strength in your body, strength in your finances, strength in your relationships, your resolve. some victory right there.